Hi, it's me, Lou. I'm back again to tell you the next part of my story. Firstly, here's a quick refresher. So, in the last episode, I discovered that Aaliyah was responsible for all the hate mails, so she got asked to leave Plutus Heights. Then, Naomi moved out too, so I moved in with her, and that's when she told me she was in love with me. Fortunately, after I politely rejected her, we could still be friends. As for things with Mark, we bumped into his parents in a French restaurant right on our six-month anniversary, and his dad told him to break up with me. I hoped that he would protect me from his dad's insults, but no! Can you believe Mark didn't even stand up for me? I was so angry, and we started quarreling. Then I went on a trip with Naomi, David, and Will, where Will told me that if I was his girlfriend, he'd never let anyone hurt me. So that's a quick recap of the last episode. Now, are you ready for the next part of my story? When we got back from that trip, I felt much better because it reminded me how amazing and supportive my friends are. I kept thinking about what Will had said, that I had to go speak to Mark and see if he thought we had a future together. Maybe he was right. However, Mark and I hadn't even talked since then. In fact, he hadn't even tried to contact me. This silence made me exhausted. Although I couldn't forget what Mark's dad had said about me, I still loved Mark so much. And honestly, I missed him like crazy. I couldn't wait any longer. So eventually, I decided to just call him. When he answered, he sounded like he didn't even have time to speak to me. And his voice had such a cold tone. I found myself apologizing to him for what I'd said because it was not okay. Then I said I wanted to continue with our relationship and that we didn't need to worry about the future yet because we were still so young. Mark agreed, but he didn't say much, just that he was busy and would call me back later. Afterwards, I felt relieved. The cold war between us had made me sad and miserable, but everything was going to be okay. And yet, I couldn't get his cold tone out of my head. Why was he acting so indifferent? Did he not love me anymore? A few weeks later, things weren't much better. I could count on one hand the amount of times Mark and I had seen each other because he was so busy with the company and the investment club. As for me, I had to study a lot before graduating so that I could help my parents. It was really frustrating. If I didn't call Mark, he wouldn't call me at all. I often looked at the cufflink that I'd found when he saved me and found myself getting lost in thoughts of the past. He used to call me all the time, no matter how busy he was. I missed that. Suddenly, I was so worried. It felt like our love was fading and nothing could prevent it. If that really happened, how would I cope? One day, I called my dad to see if he was okay, and he sounded exhausted. Then he told me something that shocked me even more than the bankruptcy. Him and my mom were getting a divorce. I couldn't believe it. I asked him how this had happened, but he just sighed and told me that he wanted rest and would call me back later. And then he hung up. Eventually, I called my aunt who was my dad's sister, to find out the truth. She said that my mom had been having an affair with a rich man who'd been my dad's partner for a long time because she couldn't stand this poverty anymore. Oh my god, this was too much. There I was, wrapped up in my petty love drama, when in fact, my dad needed me. 
This had to be the most difficult moment of his life, and there was no way I could leave him all alone. I got to my parents' house, and I was shaking as I opened the door. I wanted to wake up from this nightmare to have my mom back. When I saw my dad sitting on the couch, he looked surprised to see me. He just smiled and asked me to come sit down. It looked like he'd lost some weight, and he told me my mom had moved out a few days ago. I couldn't hold back my tears. Our lives were falling apart. My mom hadn't even told me any of this. She just made the decision by herself and left. How could she do this to us? How could she be so selfish? Back at Plutus Heights, everyone knew my parents were getting divorced. Naomi and David had texted me to comfort me, but Mark hadn't even texted me once. He must have known because David was his cousin and told him everything. So what was wrong with him? He was my boyfriend and he didn't even care. All he had to do was call me or even just text and say he hoped I was okay. But nope, nothing. Suddenly, I realized how stupid I'd been. I'd been chasing him this whole time, and now when I needed him the most, he was nowhere to be seen. That evening, I decided to make dinner for my dad, and it made me think about the good old days when mom was still here. My dad loved to cook, and my mom would always be his assistant, helping him chop veg and clean up the kitchen. I missed my mom so much. Why did life have to be like this? Love was so fragile. Could Mark and I get through this? As I was wondering about this, the doorbell rang. I ran to open it, and to my complete surprise, Will was standing there with a bottle of wine and a basket of fruit. I literally gasped in surprise. What was he doing here? He just smiled and said he'd had a meeting nearby and wanted to pop by to say hello. My dad was excited because ever since the bankruptcy, no one had been around to visit him. My dad went into the kitchen and started cooking, and Will and I helped him. Will chatted to my dad in such a friendly way, and they were getting along so well. Every so often, Will would look over at me and smile. It made me blush, and I didn't understand why. The three of us sat down to enjoy the meal, and it made me happy to see my dad so excited. He couldn't stop chatting to Will, and even asked him if he had a girlfriend at one point. He just laughed and said, I'm just waiting for the right girl. Then he looked at me. Suddenly, I felt a bit flustered and reached out for the bottle of wine. But Will reached out at exactly the same moment and our hands touched. I blushed and felt so embarrassed. What was wrong with me? Was it because I was drunk? Will must have sensed I was embarrassed because he changed the subject and started saying how he was a big fan of the dishes in my family's restaurant and that he missed it so much. So my dad said he could come over whenever he was free, and my dad would cook them for him. Then they continued to chat about food and business, and Will said that even though he couldn't afford to help my dad rebuild the business, he wanted to invest a little bit to help him open a small restaurant and start again. At first, my dad was so shocked and moved by Will's suggestion, but then he agreed and kept thanking him, saying that cooking made his life more meaningful. I couldn't believe it. Will was being so kind, and I didn't know how to repay him. I told him I'd pay him back after graduation. Then after dinner, he stayed and chatted to my dad for hours. I could see it really cheered my dad up. I was so grateful to Will and couldn't stop thinking about that evening. 
He'd made me feel so secure, and he was just so considerate. Soon, we were about to graduate. We decided to organize a ceremony along with a big photo shoot together to celebrate, and it was going to take place at a resort which was owned by one of our classmates' family. However, just before, there was a rumor going around that Aaliyah's sensitive photos had been exposed, and her rich fiancé had decided to cancel their wedding even though it was going to be in a few weeks. This was such bad news for Aaliyah. I wondered if she would come to the ceremony. Well, anyway, the ceremony day arrived, and tons of photographers had been hired. There was so much wine and food, and there was even a red carpet. It was so fancy, and we all took photos together. This was our last party as students, and we wanted to make it one to remember. Mark hadn't arrived yet, as he said he'd had a meeting to go to first, so it'd be a bit late. I was hanging out with Naomi and Will. As for Jeremy, he had a drink and chatted with others on the other side to avoid Naomi. Then, after a while, Aaliyah arrived too. She looked really annoyed, and Naomi whispered to me to be careful around her, in case she caused any trouble. Well, not one minute later, Aaliyah was marching towards me. She was smirking and said, So your family went bankrupt, and yet, you can still afford to attend this fancy ceremony? Lou, honestly, you don't belong here. Run back home to your poor family. Finding that what she was saying was nonsense, I just walked away from her without saying anything. Honestly, I had nothing to say to that rude girl. But then I heard Naomi and Aaliyah arguing. Naomi was saying that Aaliyah had no right to judge me. And then I heard Aaliyah shouting back. That's when I realized I had to do something. I stepped in between them and asked them to stop. But Aaliyah wouldn't give up. Suddenly, she pushed me into the pool. The next moment, I was under the water, and I was shocked. I couldn't get to the surface. I was choking and struggling and felt myself sinking. Right when I was panicking the most, I could just make someone out, jumping into the pool and grabbing me. I thought to myself, Mark, is that you? Saving me again? Then I passed out. As I opened my eyes, I saw a boy standing over me, soaking wet. He was calling my name, and he looked so worried. I was still so scared and was clutching onto his wrist. Then I saw something familiar. The cufflink. Is that Mark? I thought. But when I started to see more clearly, I realized it wasn't Mark. It was... Will! He was so relieved to see me awake and alert and gave me the biggest hug. Then he asked Naomi to help me up while he ran to get my coat. Aaliyah still had the audacity to stand there and laugh at me. Look, everyone, it's Lou, the drowned rat. She's so poor, she has to rely on rich guys to look after her. Pathetic. Naomi was so angry, I thought she was going to hit Aaliyah. She told Aaliyah to shut up and leave me alone. People were pointing at us and saying something. I turned around, and that's when I saw Mark. He was standing in the crowd, looking at me. When he saw I'd seen him, he just turned around and walked away. I have never felt so small in my life. Clearly, our relationship was over. To make it worse, Aaliyah saw Mark leaving and said, Like father, like daughter. Your mom left your dad, and Mark has left you. Serves you right. 
Who would want to be with a poor girl? My heart was completely broken. Was Aaliyah right? Had Mark left me because I was poor now? What did it matter anyway? It was over. But there was something else on my mind. The cufflink. Had I mistaken Mark for Will? Was it Will that had saved me that day? In the background, I could still hear Aaliyah mocking me, but I just blocked it out. Naomi was hugging me, telling me everything was going to be okay, and then Will appeared and put my coat over my shoulders and said, You don't need to worry about a thing. Then he took my hand, and we left that mess behind us. Nice buns. Soft, fluffy, and ultra-low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious, ultra-low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O dot C-O.